When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Wolfpack Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light, brought to you by Coca-Cola. When you are stocking up for game day, be sure to grab a Coke and share it with a friend. Share a Coke and go pack. And by Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar, where Wolfpack basketball and great food come together. Live from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar, this is Wolfpack. Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats. Here's your host, Tony Haynes. We're headed down the home stretch in the college basketball season for NC State. Six more regular season games remain, and a very challenging week is ahead. Although, thank goodness, the pack gets a chance to return home after three consecutive road games. But upcoming, you have a pair of top 10 teams visiting PNC Arena. It all begins with Duke, which is now in first place in the ACC. Blue Devils on a seven-game winning streak, 22-3 overall, 12-2 in league play. And then Florida State will come in for a matchup on Saturday afternoon. So, yeah, challenging week, but a week of opportunities as well for the NC State men's basketball team. I'm Tony Haynes with the head coach himself, and you're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keyes presented by Coors Light. Of course, last night, gut-wrenching loss for NC State up at Boston College. 71-68 to was the final score. And coach, uh, after a game like that, do you question whether it was a sane decision to become a head coach? <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's very unfortunate that the game had to end the way it did. And uh, was very disappointed at the um, outcome because I'm always one of those guys that think the game should be decided on the floor by the players. Um, I just felt like it was a couple of questionable things at the end that could have gave us a different outcome. Uh, we didn't play well uh, first half, but our energy in the second half was great, and we put ourselves in a situation to win the game. And um, it just unfortunate things didn't work out our way. Um, but... That being said, you know, we, we've got to have a short-term memory, mm -hmm. and our guys got to be able to move on. You know, when you look at it, the last three games, uh, we're two and three in the last three games, and all of them were road games. Um, and we play well on the road. Of our seven wins right now, four of them have come outside of Raleigh. Uh, they've been on the road. And so now we have a chance, and we got some really good teams coming in here the next couple of um, games. Um, teams that I'm glad we got coming in because in order to get where we want to go, you have to have a chance. You got to play the better teams than the ones that are ahead of you, and you got to have a chance to beat them. And so that's a good opportunity for us. Yeah, let's put it in perspective. The pack is four four in the road, on the road in the ACC. And uh, to show you how hard it is to win three ACC games on the road consecutively in the same season, 
And I saw Jordan Collins, coach down in the gym uh, earlier today, who played uh, with Julius Hodge in that crowd. Uh, the last time NC State actually won three consecutive ACC road games in the same season, uh, Archie Miller was a senior, and Julius Hodge and Jordan Collins of those guys were freshmen. So it's it's difficult for anybody to do, not only NC State, right, to kind of run the table when you're playing in somebody else's gym. Yeah, absolutely. And you look at it with three points from um, and a few possessions uh, at the end from winning three straight road games. And I'm proud of my guys. Um, they fought. You know, any league when you can win any three consecutive games or three consecutive road games, it says a lot. Uh, we're right where we've been in the last couple of years. The first year we were eight and six after fourteen. This year we're seven and seven, but we still have great opportunities because we're playing some of the guys who are ahead of us in the um, league standing. Yeah, I, I, some would look at this as an ominous week, but is the word uh, replacement word perhaps opportunity instead of ominous? Yeah, I would tell you that it's a great, great, great opportunity. Um, I mean, you couldn't ask for more. You want to. You want to challenge yourself against the better teams in the league, and we've got good wins. You know, we got a win at Syracuse. We got a win at Virginia in our league. You know, Wisconsin at home. We've got at least three or four quad one wins, but here's more opportunities coming in front of us. Well, uh, it was a late night as it is when you play a night game on the road. Pat got home uh, a little before midnight. I'm sure it was a restless night for you, but, you know, by this morning – when you kind of taken care of looking back on that game last night, did you have to turn the page very, very quickly? Because this Duke game is going to sneak up here on you in a hurry, being a Wednesday night affair. Well, I had to turn the page uh, when we got on the plane. I started, because it's such a short turnaround, I started watching Duke games um, last night. Hmm. Uh, starting preparing for those guys. Um, I didn't want to see the Boston College game because I just watched it. I was there. And I knew you know, some of the things that happened at the end of the game. So I automatically turned my attention into, um, you know, basically Duke. And, and that's our priority right now. And the same thing I would tell my players is you got to get prepared for your next game, which is Wednesday. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack from last night's game, as we all know. And I'm going to start with this because uh, Boston College in its previous game on Wednesday night down in Miami did not play well. Now, up to that point, though, the Eagles had been playing very, very well. And I don't think the Wednesday game against Miami was a representation of who, had, who they had become because they won at Carolina, they won at Virginia Tech. So when you're playing a team like BC, you know they're better than they were when they played at Miami. Are you a little leery of a game like that? Well, our league has so much parity that I don't think anybody is better than anybody. Mm -hmm. And so for, you know, that's a – bad attitude to have to think that you're going to be able to walk in and just beat anybody. You can't count a win in this league. That's why we play the game. Um, there are been there are a couple teams that established that they've been playing really good basketball, and that's Duke, Florida State, and Louisville. But even Louisville, the last couple games have kind of, they've lost their last couple games on the road. They've stomped their toe. Everybody this happens to in our league. And that's why it's so unfair when you look around college basketball and everybody says the ACC is going to get three or four teams in and you ask yourself, how could that be possible with 15 teams where it's some really good teams? Uh, like I would like some people to really look at the eye test mm -hmm. and say, hey, man, these guys all deserve to be in just because we're beating up on each other. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Notre Dame had been playing well and then they go uh, play at Cameron. Over the weekend, that one in the second half, Duke kind of blew them out. But uh, maybe uh, you look at the Irish and uh, who they had become before playing at Duke. Pretty good basketball team, that's for sure. You know, it, it was a very disjointed first half for NC State. The pack trailed by as many as 12, uh, down by seven at the half. And I use the word disjointed in that first half. Coach, how much of that had to do with just missing shots? Well, I mean, you know, guys – we wasn't clicking offensively, and, and we had played – we got back to form, and we were playing well against Miami and Syracuse. You know, we made 11 threes against Syracuse. We shot the ball well against Miami. But when you look at it, you know, we, we just didn't have a good offensive night. We never got in the flow. Um, our starting point guard got in foul trouble early. Uh, and so we just never got going. That being said, I thought we pulled it together at the end of the second half and put ourselves in a situation where it gave us an opportunity to win. Previous two games, the Pack had knocked down 23s. 
against Syracuse, 11 three-point baskets, uh, helped you overcome 19 turnovers. It's hard to do that, but if you make 11 threes, obviously that cures a lot of ills. Then you come back in this game in the pack, two for 19 from the three-point arc. There's just no rhyme or reason, right? I mean, if you look at the quality of the shots, most of them are pretty decent, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And look, you can't, these guys didn't try to miss. They just didn't go in. And um, you got to figure out what you do. And we relied on our defense. We mixed it up a little bit, got us back in the game. And at the end of the game, we had an opportunity to win the game. And unfortunately, things didn't work out our way. Yeah, State was battling from behind all night, always trying to climb the mountain, down by 12, as I said, in the first half. Then uh, most of the second half, uh, facing deficits of six, seven, eight, nine points. Then you finally get over the hump. Markel scores on a layup, yep. grab a two-point lead. But overall, when you're playing a 40-minute game, how difficult is it to be chasing the whole game? Well, it's difficult, uh, especially when you're on somebody's uh, home venue and you're trying to cut into a lead. That being said, you know, we're a team because we all, we're a pressing team. We can get back in games, and we certainly did last night. When you look at Boston College, um, pretty impressive what they run offensively. They run it fast, a lot of uh, motion and ball screens and handoffs and that sort of thing. How difficult is it to simulate that when you're preparing for them in practice? And is it one of those things where your guys almost have to adjust to it as the game goes along? Well, it's difficult uh, because there's so much movement, and that's why we wanted to pressure the ball, make them dribble the ball up the court against some pressure so they don't have so much of a shot clock to work with. Uh, that being said, I thought we did a good job uh, in the second half with it. What did you think of the zone? I thought it was good. I thought it was effective uh, for us the first time playing it. I thought we did a good job with it. Um, I thought it was a change of pace. Um, we kind of disrupted their rhythm a little bit, and it got us back in the game. But it is also one of those things where when they get a look at it for four or five possessions, then perhaps it's it's less effective? Absolutely. I don't want to give them a study diet of it. You know, we're not a zone team, but I thought it was good to mix it in some. How hard is it to be a good zone team if you don't play it? on a fairly regular basis. Well, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to be a good man-to-man -man team if you don't play it on a regular basis. Uh, whatever you – you got to stick to your core principles and whatever you've been teaching and uh, practicing is what you eventually have to stay with. Well, let's get to the elephant in the room, what everybody's talking about here today, and we can't get to dig too deep into officiating. Um, of course, everybody knows the, the last sequence. Devin Daniels gets a defensive rebound. He pushes it down the floor, uh, loses possession of the ball. Uh, Jericho Hellams dives on it. Uh, looked like he tried to call a timeout. Didn't get the timeout. Steph Mitchell comes in, strips the ball away, scoops it ahead to uh, one of his teammates, Hamilton, for the dunk. But uh, replays indicate that uh, Mitchell was out of bounds when he touched the basketball. It, it all happened so fast right in front of you, Coach. What, what did you see at the moment? Well, obviously, my what I saw was completely different from what they saw. Um, I saw Devin Daniels drive in, and I thought he got fouled across the arm. Um, Jericho Hellam, as he went, went to the floor, um, I'm standing there yelling, timeout, 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 and he's got full possession. Um, I see Stephon Mitchell step out, and then I think twice, once, and then go out again, then come back and get the ball and advance the ball. Mm -hmm. So obviously um, what I saw and what they call it's completely different, and so none of the things that I saw that I thought could have gave us advantage or gave us the ball back happened. So that's the gist of it. Yeah, we have questions on Twitter from folks. They just want to know, what's the protocol for coaches to file their grievances on officiating? Well, I, well I've had some discussions, and I'm waiting to talk this evening with Brian Kersey, who is the, um, you know, who's above all the officials, and he Brian's great, uh, and he'll – you know, he'll review. We, we sent off some edits of some plays that we had some questions about, and um, we're looking forward to hearing, you know, what the expectations were for uh, some of the things. I uh, also thought it was a tough call on us when that they gave him a goal tending. Um, we blocked the shot. DJ took the ball to the goal. Uh, the ball was still going high, and they got a three-point playoff of it. So they scored the basket and went to the free throw line. So that was a tough one to swallow also. Yeah, especially in a three-point game, that's for sure. Thank you for listening tonight. We are at uh, Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar in downtown Raleigh. The show was pre-recorded earlier today. 
at 12 noon, and that's what we do. We uh, come in here, we have lunch with Coach Keats, pre-record the show, and then you can listen in on the network from 7 to 8 p.m., and we'll be on our regular schedule next week back here on Monday at 12 noon. Big week coming up for the pack. Uh, visits from both Duke and Florida State, a couple of ACC powerhouses. You're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light from Learfield IMG College. Right now, you can get five cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's five cents off every gallon with Make It Count Rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit makeitcount.com slash radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Gwynn and Edwards PA is a law firm dedicated to serving clients in both residential and commercial real estate. Located in Raleigh and Cary, the firm serves residents and business owners throughout Wake County and surrounding counties, representing many of the Triangle's top builders, residential and commercial real estate brokers, as well as the area's leading lenders, investors, and developers. The firm's success is based upon its dedication to the delivery of professional services by knowledgeable, friendly, and personal attorneys and staff. Call Gwynn and Edwards today for all of your real estate needs. It's game time, Wolfpack fans. And nothing compares to the excitement of ACC basketball. And you can catch all the action all season long on Fox Sports South and Fox Sports Go. The ACC is loaded with talent, with the best teams all ready to take the title. And it's all on Fox Sports South, your home for ACC basketball. NC State basketball, the ACC, and Fox Sports South. That's money. Calling all superheroes and princesses. Join your NC State gymnastics team on Friday, February 21st, as they take on William and Mary and Centenary for Capes and Crowns Night. Fans are encouraged to dress as their favorite princess or superhero to participate in special experiences during the meet. Purchase your tickets today by visiting gopack.com slash buy tickets or by calling the NC State ticket office at 919-865-1510. At NC State, our mission is timeless, to prepare our state for what's coming next. And for today's students, we're the smartest investment in North Carolina. From nanomaterials to the tallest pines, we're shaping the landscape and building prosperity, creating and training for the jobs of tomorrow, helping students unlock their potential right here at home and all over the globe. NC State, think and do the extraordinary. Join us at ncsu.edu. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Turn to Jimmy B's Osteria and Bar. This is the home of Wolfpack Weekly with Coach Kevin Keese as we talk NC State basketball until the top of the hour. The coach is here with us from Jimmy V's, and we do re record the show here each and every Monday. Usually start up around 12 noon, and uh, not only a great place to come hang out with Coach Keese, they have outstanding food as we speak. We're all enjoying a Jimmy V's pizza up here at the front desk. And uh, Coach Keats has just been joined by a young Wolfpack fan here. What you got? So I got my buddies hanging out here, and they wanted to go to dinner with me. But uh, because they're off today, we're going to hang out, and we're going to have lunch today. Yeah. Can you can you put your, your show, everybody? Yeah, the, Look at uh, that. Yeah, give the wolf sign. Man, that's great. Look at this. And his name is? Tell me what your name is. Everett? Everett. 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 Okay. His it's name Everett. is Everett. Everett is now sitting in Coach Keats' chair. How's that feel, Everett? Pretty cool? Yeah. How old are you, Everett? Good. Uh, how old are you? Four. Four. Four oh, years man. old. Everett's four years old. Not quite That's... Not quite eligible to be recruited, but. Can you dunk the ball, Everett? <laughs> yes. 
Yes, he, he says can. Yes, okay. That's what I needed to know. Uh, He's a dunker. Every Coach Keats will be sure to get your information before we leave today. If I you, think we you, have it. And this you, is this is legal recruiting because he's four years old. Okay, is it? So I don't have any restrictions because he's not a, you know, not a recruitable age guy. So somebody somewhere will remember the fact that um, Everett set up here with me and we hung out and he became a good player. And when I offered him a scholarship one day. They're going to show him this picture, and they're going to be like, whoa, I did do that. That's right. Yeah. And then they can put in the media guide that he dunked at the age of four. That's right. Thanks, buddy, for coming up. Thank you, Everett. All right. All righty. In fact, we have uh, a great group of NC State fans here joining us for the radio show here on this Monday. And speaking of fans, you need them in force this week, right, Coach? That's going to be big at PNC. Absolutely. And, and I need our guys out. You know, we, we've been away from Raleigh for a while, and I know – that it's a 9 o'clock game. Uh, but I need our crowd there. I need our students there. Um, parents, I don't want the excuse about um, it's late and my kids got to go to school. I get that. I understand. So do my kids have to go to school, but they'll be at the game also. Uh, so I want to make sure that uh, we understand this and um, we need you guys. Um, you know, when we go back over to Duke uh, the next time we play, uh, they're going to sell the place out, so I expect us to be able to sell it out here. Absolutely. You got your family here at the radio show joining us. And uh, it reminds me, I haven't uh, spoke to you about this since uh, Friday. Did you take care of business on Valentine's Day? Of course I did. I mean, <laughs> there's no way I can talk trash about getting Valentine's gifts and, and shame everybody else if I don't do a great job with gifts. I, I did a tremendous job. I mean, I really did. Going back to uh, what's a reviewable play and not a reviewable play, I think there's a lot of questions about that last night. Uh, give us the explanation on that. Well, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I think it's probably because they scored. Yeah, I, I just don't know. Um, and I'm waiting for some explanations yeah. towards the end, and, and it wouldn't be fair for me to speculate right. on everything. Uh, I just want to get a clear understanding of what the rules were uh, or are. Mm -hmm. And uh, we can change that if we need to. Because it helps you as a coach, right? I mean, when you go into the offseason and you're talking to rules makers and other coaches and making suggestions to the NCAA and those folks who are involved in tweaking the rules. Because let's face it, college basketball rules do change. Sometimes they're subtle changes from year to year, but they do change and co coaches contribute to that. Absolutely. Right? And um, I don't know if there's a rule that needs to be changed. I do know if I call a timeout, I hope I get it. And I did, and I didn't get it. Yeah. So. Are you uh, supportive of uh, instant replay reviews overall, though? Yeah, if it means getting it right. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't want, uh, you know, the game to be where, you know, uh, something's happened, a call on the floor changes the game or something like that. If it means getting it right, then I'm okay with that. Yeah, of course. I, I do think that it would be more beneficial if, that, if they had a fourth official sitting at that table and he's a guy that he's an official rule guy. He looks at it when they come over there. When they come over there, um, they're able to um, say, hey, what do you think? And then go from there. Yeah, of course. We're uh, with Kevin Keats. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar. And C-State coming up will be facing off against the Duke Blue Devils, who will visit PNC Arena. That'll be 9 o'clock on a Wednesday night. We'll begin our pregame coverage at 8 p.m. And then uh, the pack faces an afternoon test against Florida State. And that will be coming up on uh, Saturday at PNC. Right now, State is 16-9 and nine overall. The ACC record is 500 at 7-7. Seven and seven. One of the things we were talking about was three-point shooting in the game last night, Coach. Two for 19. When the threes aren't falling, do you encourage guys to look for other ways to score? Or is that kind of uh, negative messaging telling a shooter, well, you can't shoot. You can't do that. Well, right? during the course of the game, you don't realize that you're two for 19. You know you made two, but you don't know how many you missed. And and I thought some of the shots that we got were great-looking shots. Uh, we just did – we had some of our better players, and we don't have many players on our team right now that didn't play well. And so offensively, when you're struggling, you got to rely on your defense, and we did. Just uh, if you look at it, at the end of the game – we still have our chance to win. Jericho Hellams had a great wide-open shot at the top of the key, mm -hmm. and it didn't go in. We got the stop that we wanted, and obviously uh, we had some unfortunate circumstances. So 
it's a little different. You yeah, know. Jericho's played pretty well here the last couple of games. We'll get into that. But, yeah, you run it down on an individual basis. There were just some guys who didn't have great shooting nights outside anyway. C.J. Bryce 0 for 6 from 3. Uh, Jericho 1 for 5. Braxton Beverly was 0 for 4 from the three-point line. Maybe more concerning to you, I would say, Coach, over the last couple of games, turnovers, because this is a team, if you look at the overall stats, this is a team that has valued the basketball. And yeah, they've really done a nice job of it. Yeah, if, if you had to give me, and it's weird because we won two out of these three games, but I, I'm not happy as a coach because we've turned the ball over the last three games, and we've had more turnovers than assists. And that's what I told the team after the uh, loss. Uh, I'm disappointed because we've got to take care of this issue you know, against Syracuse, we had 19 turnovers. We won the game against Miami, I want to say, maybe 14, and then last night, 16. We can't keep turning the ball over. And and if you look at last night, it came from our starting one and two. They had 11 of the, you know, the uh, turnover. That's not good enough. And that's, you know, we got to value possessions and take care of the basketball. And that's not... You know, we got to do a better job in that area. I think we're a little careless with the ball right now. I don't know if it's because it's the end of the year and guys are a little fatigued, but that's not the type of basketball that I teach. And and we're used to turning people over, not turning the ball over ourselves. Yeah, and last night there were some live ball turnovers that resulted in uh, some easy baskets for them, including those last two dunks that we, we talked about. Are there, uh, and I'm sure you break it down with each guy when you look at clips, are there certain types of turnovers that, get to you more than others i know you don't like any of them but yeah i mean if a guy if a guy travels or you know he somehow dribbles a ball off his leg and it goes out of bounds that's a different one but when you're turning that ball over right at half court and you don't get a chance to defend that's tough mm-hmm. because now you know you're giving up you know i call it turnovers for touchdowns as a football analogy you're getting a touchdown at the other end and you don't get a chance to defend. You know, all the turnovers like a travel, at least you get to set your defense and try to defend it. We mentioned Stephen Mitchell, and he'd been a thorn in NC State's side throughout his career. In four career games before last night, he'd averaged 13 rebounds per game. He actually didn't do a lot of damage on the boards uh, last night. He had three overall. He had a huge offensive rebound that uh, ended up in a score late in the game, but he had those two steals. And overall, though, other than those two steals that made a huge difference, do you think your team uh, did, a, did a pretty good job with him? Oh, we did a great job with him. And even the, the um, offensive rebound that he got, one of them, um, I thought, you know, um, Popovich stepped out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we got rewarded. If it could go wrong, it went wrong um, at the end. And that's after battling so hard to get back in the game. If he didn't play against you, would you love to have a guy like that? I mean, just he's he he's a total loose ball magnet. It seems like. Well, I love tremendous uh, guys who fill the stat sheet without scoring. Um, now, of course, you got to have your guys who can put the ball in the hole. But I like specialty guys, um, guys that like like Manny Bates is not a great offensive player right now, but he's got a gift. His specialty is he blocks shots. Um, He's leading. He's one of the leading shot blockers in the country. He leads the ACC. You have to have some role players on your team. Well, they said he had three last night. I thought he had more than that. I think he may lose a block or two every now and then, but he's certainly a factor. The the critical play that we talked about, Devin Daniels came up with the rebound. He pushed the ball up the floor, I guess, uh, inside 20 seconds to play. He's driving the ball, gets knocked away. Uh, looked like he may have been hit on the arm. But that's neither here nor there. But he, he came up. He was going 100 miles an hour and ended up in a turnover. In a play like that, uh, anything you would have wanted him to do differently? Well, I mean, obviously you look back at it, you know, you can have a different outcome. But when I look at it, I thought he got fouled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we didn't get the call. And then after that, I thought Jericho, we preached to these guys, get the 50-50 ball. And he dove on the ground and he got the ball. I'm screaming timeout, and we don't get rewarded with it. It's a tough thing to swallow because when you walk in the locker room, our kids played their butts off, and they played hard for us, and they unfortunately, they lost. Um, and so, you know, when I look back at it, the only thing I could really point out is we got to be better uh, defensively in the first half, and we got to stop turning the basketball over. I think one of the tough things in basketball is when you're down three, you know, six, seven seconds to play, and you've got to sc- you've got to make a three to send the game into overtime. They know you've got to shoot a three, so they can set their defense. Some coaches like to foul. I, I don't know if Boston College had planned to foul 
in that late game situation last night. We had a couple questions on Twitter from fans wanting to know what was the design of the play you were hoping to get out of that. Yeah, well, we had two guys involved with it because those are the two guys who I thought it was going to make a shot. It was a a screen down for C.J. Bryce to come to the corner, and if if they switched out like they did, Braxton was going to slip into an area where he could make a three. What happened is when Jericho went out the other side, C.J. Bryce was wide open. Instead of coming out to the corner, he should have just lifted straight up to the top and he would have been able to get a shot. He was completely wide open uh, because they thought that we were running a guy off a baseline and um, obviously it worked a different way and, and we didn't react the right way. And Markel, I think he passed it to CJ underneath the goal because he was so wide open. And then that took seconds off because now he had to dribble the basketball out. In a, in a specialty situation like that, people will use the words, all right, the coach is drawing up a play here on the sidelines trying to get a certain type of shot. Is it really drawing up a play, or is it something, a situation that you've worked, worked on before? Well, it's a little bit of both, and, and you try to draw up a play, but typically what happens in that situation is you don't get a screening advantage because everybody's going to switch one through five. And to be, at, uh, to be honest with you, you draw up your plays, you look for slips, you, you know you ran this a couple times in practice, you know what it is. But at the end of the day, you have to, got, you have, to have somebody go make a play. So I wish Markel, when he didn't see C.J. get out to the three, just go make a play. That's what you got to do. You got to go make a play. All right. Uh, Kevin Keats is here. It's Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light. We are at Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar. Thank you for joining us as we talk NC State basketball tonight. Pack will try to take down uh, the top team in the conference on Wednesday. The Duke Blue Devils are playing great. Now in first place, as, uh, they were able to leapfrog Louisville over the weekend. The Cardinals all of a sudden have dropped a couple of games. Yeah, it can happen to anybody, and Duke has taken advantage by moving into first place. Well, we will be talking about Duke. Also, we'll hear from Jericho Helms when we return. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keyes, presented by Coors Light, presented by Learfield IMG College. It's time for the beautiful smile you've always wanted. Gladwell Orthodontics is thrilled to be a part of NC State's pack. Trust in Gladwell Orthodontics, North Carolina's number one Invisalign provider and top five in the nation. With three locations in Raleigh and Wake Forest, our doctors and staff are not just correcting smiles, we're perfecting them. Visit gladwellorthodontics.com to schedule your new patient appointment. Tell them you're a member of the pack and receive $500 off comprehensive treatment. Gladwell Orthodontics, experience the difference. There's something out there for you and me And the American road is calling So what's it gonna be? Hey, it's an amazing day Traveling our own highway No matter where it leads us We can smile Cause it's leaning in the mind Marathon, fueling the American spirit Tony Haynes here with Brother Fountain of Fountain Financial Associates. Brother, it's prudent for all of us to develop strategies that lead to a secure financial future. How can you help us do that? Tony, people need help making important decisions about retirement income and getting the most out of their assets. We get you and your family prepared for your future. Coach Keats has a game plan and so should you. Fountain Financial is local and provides face-to-face personal interaction. Fountain Financial Associates is the largest independent firm in southeastern North Carolina. Contact them at fountainfinancial.net. Hey y'all, I'm Maddie, and something I love about the Chick-fil-A Nuggets is their gold color. It lets me know that I'm about to enjoy something hot and delicious. It's just comfort food. It feels good to eat. Thanks, Maddie. I'm Hannah. I work at the Chick-fil-A in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm so stoked that you love the Chick-fil-A Nuggets just as much as I do. A little thing I want people to know about the Chick-fil-A Nuggets is that we cannot make them fast enough. People order so many of them. They are always made fresh around the clock every single day. Real guests and team members paid for their testimonial. Hello, I'm John Heaster for John Heaster Chevrolet. Customers tell us the best part of owning a vehicle is when you first purchase it. And the worst part is when you have to take a half a day or a day off to bring it in for service. We've solved that. We've created an app you can download on your phone, click valet service. We'll come to your house or office, pick your vehicle up, bring it in, diagnose it, give you video confirmation for everything we do. You authorize it online and we bring it back to you. So we used to say, get off your keister and come to Heaster. But now we're getting off our keister and bringing Heaster to you. Chevrolet, find new roads. 
Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. <gasps> Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Well, back weekly with Kevin Keats continues on the Wolfpack Sports Network. We're at Jimmy B's Osteria and Bar, where earlier today we pre-recorded the program, and we thank you for listening. We talk NC State basketball from now until the top of the hour. Pack is 7-7 seven and seven in league play and will tangle with the top team in the conference when the Duke Blue Devils visit PNC Arena coming up on Wednesday night. Now, one guy who has come off uh, strong road games for NC State is sophomore forward Jericho Helms. If you remember, at the beginning of that three-game road trip, uh, Jericho, because of a shoulder injury, kind of a problem he's had off and on during the year, he did not play at Miami. NC State was able to win without him. But then he came back, and he played a very good game against Syracuse. He was the middleman against the Orange Zone defense, and he ended up with five assists in that game to go along with ten points. And last night, Helms came back strong in his uh, performance against Boston College as well. He had 15 points, uh, three rebounds, two assists. He was a solid five of ten from the field, made four of five free throws. So uh, Jericho Helms, who, if you remember, going back early in the year before he suffered that concussion against Wake Forest, this is a guy that's rolling. Hopefully he's about to hit his stride again. And one of the things that uh, Coach Kevin Keats told his team when the pack was going through that three-game losing streak, he said as they uh, were about to embark on a three-game road trip, told his team to stay together no matter what. I uh, asked uh, Jericho Helms if that message from the coach had resonated. Yes, um, I think that's a very important message that uh, us guys have been working on to try to just speak into existence and um, just kind of follow that um, kind of idea of just staying together through adversity. Well, every team has ups and downs. It's a long season. The goal is always to be playing your best middle, late February. You think you guys are moving in that direction? Uh, yeah, I think we're moving in a direction uh, to play good basketball all the time. Um, I think there's also things that we need to work on, but um, that's part of a team, and, and I know we'll figure it out. I noticed it even before the Syracuse game uh, earlier this year when you'd go up against zones. You seemed really comfortable in the middle of the zone, making shots, making passes. You had five assists against Syracuse. Why does playing in the middle part of a zone suit you so well? Um, for me, I just feel that, uh, like Coach Johnson told me, you got to be a quarterback in the middle of the zone, and uh, you just have to be able to play poise and, and not be rushed. Um, and I think for me working on my game and that's a big part of my game that I'm trying to improve on is just being poised uh, knocking down shots when needed and then just being able to play the game at, a, at my pace It can get chaotic in there though, can it? Yeah, it very it very much can Syracuse obviously got a great zone and they play it all the time but um, I think for me it was just being poised. You guys have done a good job on the road here of late, so if you can finish above 500 on the road, uh, that's saying something. Describe the scene and the feeling in the locker room when you go in somebody else's house and you win. Uh, it's just the mentality that we just got to beat anybody that's next. It, it's not really too difficult, but um, it's just the mentality we have to have and not worry about anything else but winning a basketball game. Are you able to tune out the crowd and everything that's going on when you're playing on the road? Uh, it's, it's tough sometimes because obviously we've got good crowds that are, are and that know how to talk to you and get you out of your game. But um, that's part of the game that you have to be able to learn and, and hone in on is just play the game of basketball. 6-7 forward, sophomore Jericho Helms uh, coming off nice performances back-to-back on the road. We talked to him about being the middleman in that zone defense, and he was really solid against Syracuse, and he also played well against Boston College last night, Coach. And I, I think about Jericho's season. It's been kind of uneven. He was just on an incredible roll uh, for you uh, earlier in the year. Then he had that concussion against Wake Forest. 
And even after being cleared to play, it's it's been a while since we saw him hit his stride. Same thing applies to uh, C.J. Bryce as well, who's also been playing well here the last three or four games. Have you as a coach learned a lot about concussions and the impact of concussions this year? Well, I have, um, and, and I've learned that, you know, it, it impacts different people different ways. And uh, it's unfortunate. We take it very seriously here at NC State, and we make sure that our guys are not just um, – you know, we want to make sure that they're 100% before we put them back out on the floor. That's important to me as a coach, and that's important to our university. Um, you know, unfortunately, we've had, I think, three. Mm-hmm. And that's a tough thing um, throughout the season. And, you know, we just pray for health, our guys to stay healthy uh, the remainder of this season. Jericho in the middle part of the zone against Syracuse. And we touched on it on the show a little bit last week. And he said that Coach Johnson had uh, – giving him some advice about playing in the middle of the zone where it can get kind of chaotic in there, especially against the Syracuse. And Coach Johnson told him to play with poise. Sometimes as a younger player, it's hard to slow the game down. Now that Jericho is almost two full seasons into his college career, is he starting to kind of slow the game down a little bit? Well, he's starting to understand how he can score and how he can help the team. Um, when you come in as a freshman, a lot of times all you, you're depending on your ability to score the basketball and and I think he understands now that there's more to helping the team than just scoring because when you just focus on scoring, a lot of times you shoot a bad percentage. And uh, I still got to get him to the fact that I want him to rebound the ball a little bit more. But he's done some good things for us on this season. Very soft-spoken guys you could hear in that interview. But fair to say, although he might be soft-spoken, he's pretty uh, vicious, hefty competitor when he's out there, whether he's on the practice floor or in the game. Yeah, he's gotten a lot better, especially on the defensive end. He, you know, I think he leads us in charges. Um, you know, he's a guy that don't mind doing the dirty work. And, you know, he's been he's been good for us as a sophomore. You can tell a big difference between him and his freshman year. One of the expressions here in basketball, especially for young players, when you're going through a long season, at this point, middle to late February, people say looks like he might be hitting the wall, the quote-unquote wall. Is there a wall? For Jericho? No, well, for anybody. Oh, absolutely it is. And it usually happens with freshmen. Um, usually happens with um, younger dudes. They hit a wall because this is the longest they've had to compete in the season and the grind of it. And, uh, you know, bas- these seasons are long. Basketball is a two-semester sport. Uh, we get them in the summertime, and we keep them from summer all the way until the end of March or late March or April. And so it's a long sport. So sometimes people do wear down. How do you manage that as a coach? Well, you just you have to shorten your practices. You have to try to give them as much time as you can off. Um, in the summer, you try not to burn them out in the summer because, uh, and it's tough because it depends on what uh, year your kids are. If you got younger kids, you need more attention. Older kids, obviously, you don't have to spend as much time with them. But it's just tough because you got to. It depends on what, what level of. Your, your team, if they're veterans or they're young guys. All right, we're doing another break, and this is Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice-cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops. And wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven-layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice-cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke, come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. We can't fix that 8 a.m. class. Or your cracked phone screen. No. But at the University of North Carolina system, we have fixed tuition for all North Carolina residents. That means when you start college, your tuition will not increase for four consecutive years while you earn your degree at any UNC System University. Learn more at affordableeducation.org. Affordable college for everyone. Produced with U.S. Ed Gear Up grant funds awarded to the UNC System. P334S120003. The Sheridan Raleigh Hotel and Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar is once again proud to be the home of the Kevin Keats Weekly Radio Show. Whether you're planning a corporate meeting, wedding reception, or just looking for a great spot to watch the Wolfpack game, the Sheridan Raleigh and Jimmy V's go hand in hand. So come on out and try a Jimmy V's pizza or the infamous Wittenberger while Coach Keats talks Wolfpack basketball. To make a reservation or plan your next event, simply call the Sheridan Raleigh Hotel at 919-834-9900 or visit them online at SheridanRaleigh.com or JimmyV'sRaleigh.com. We all have stories to tell. 
let Pandora Jewelry help you tell your story with distinctive designs that represent what you love. Discover the pieces that fuel your passions, inspire self-expression, and spark creativity. So follow your own rules and get lost in the spirit of adventure. What do you love? Shop Pandora Jewelry now and discover the stories that make you, you. Available at Reed's Jewelers and Reed's.com. The Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. NC State Athletics and LS Tractor are making a commitment to honoring our community's first responders this season. If you know of a local first responder who goes above and beyond and deserves to be recognized at an NC State game, submit their story at gopack.com backslash first responder to nominate them today. One local hero will be honored at various home games courtesy of LS Tractor. See the LS difference at lstractorusa.com. Thank you for listening tonight on the Wolfpack Sports Network. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Coach Kevin Keats. I'm Tony Haynes. NC State and Duke will tangle at PNC coming up on Wednesday night at uh, 9 o'clock. In the pack uh, tomorrow, Coach will have a chance to practice over at PNC Arena. Very difficult for you to get in there for practices. Um, How do you pull those strings and uh, make it happen? And how valuable do you think it is? Well, we, we have a partnership, and uh, obviously we respect our partnership. And so anytime that it's available, we can get in. We try to get in. And, um, you know, because we've been away for the last three games, I thought it was important for us to get over there and get some shots up. DJ Funderburk uh, was carrying the load there for a while, uh, quite a while for you during the ACC season. And he's really had a solid year. Not quite as productive over the last three games. You know, some of it's been foul trouble. His minutes have been short because he's gotten into some – foul trouble but I wonder about going through a season like this coach where he has been forced to bang a little bit more than he did last year do you worry that uh, that is taking a physical toll at all on him having to bang around with these big guys like he's done well we got a decision to make with him because um, you know he started playing good basketball and then uh, we moved him to the four where he played well but if he's not going to rebound the basketball at the four, he's better off going back to the five. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he's not shooting well from outside, uh, and we got to get a lot more production from him. I, don't, I think he's had two bad games in a row. Uh, you could say Miami, but the Miami game, he, got, he went out of the game because of injury, and I didn't think he had a good game against Syracuse or against BC, so we've got to get him back to playing good basketball. We're at Jimmy V's Osterie and Bar, where we record the show on each and every Monday, and uh, one of the staples here at Jimmy V's, as you might guess, would be none other than Derek Whitberg. And would you call Derek the mayor of Jimmy V's? What would you describe his yeah, role here? You know, I don't know if we're going to call him the mayor, um, senator, uh, <laughs> you know, president, but he uh, he walks around Jimmy V now, and, and rightfully so, uh, you know, as, as his coach. Mm-hmm. And he's proud of the, the place that it is, but you know, right now he's got his uh, Derek Wittenberg Foundation hat on, yeah. and uh, it's funny because he's come in here and he's never taken his jacket off yet. Like <laughs> that's a different that's a different type of thing for me. He's still got his jacket on, and it's funny when you talk about him. He sits over there and act like he doesn't hear you, but he's hearing everything you say. I don't know. I don't know if he's tuning us out or he's being clever, but. I guess we can say anything we want as long as he acts like he's not listening. Yeah, that's right. He looks like he's got somewhere to go all the time, though. Yeah, he's got a book bag on. I'm not (laughs) sure why what he has in that bag, but he's carrying that bag, and it looks like it's really heavy. And, you know, I was hoping that he would come down, and all of the fans that were here, I was hoping he would bring them a gift, but it doesn't seem like he's in a giving mood right now. What are the odds of him giving all the fans a discount on the Wittenberger? Slim to none. (laughs) I can tell you that now. He... He would want to capitalize off them buying it, but I don't know that he'll give back. I want to, I want to know one day, is there going to be a buy one, get one free Wittenberger? 
day. See, I thought for sure that would get his attention, but I I'm, I, I don't think he d- knows that we're talking about No, him. and you know what? He doesn't hear as well as he used to. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's my age, so he's getting up there. Yeah. Because we were in school together about the same time, that's for sure. You know, the pack's coming off three stro- road trips, and they were probably the three longest road trips you can have in the ACC, Miami, Syracuse, and Boston College. And uh, I thought I would give some props to your director of basketball operations, Travis Hackard, who's done a, done a nice job for you this year. But t- go about telling us how a, 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 how you coordinate a road trip with, with Travis and other members of your uh, basketball staff. Well, Travis does a good job and tremendous job, and it's a lot of pieces and uh, making sure we know where we're staying at, where we eat, who's traveling with us, uh, what time we're leaving, what time the plane needs to get there, uh, what time the food needs to be available afterwards, um, getting the hotel rooms. Uh, he does a tremendous job, but we've got a lot of people around that assist, but Travis is the guy who puts it all together and makes sure everybody's in the right place, and he does a good job with that. You know, sometimes the pack will leave late in the afternoon for one of these trips. Other times it's earlier in the day. Uh, I know with the airlines and the charters, you can't always get what you want. Is it an ideal time for you to uh, reach a city where you're about to play the day before? Well, it's not because a lot of that depends on whether we have the opportunity to – you know, be able to practice at, at that venue. Um, you know, Syracuse, we couldn't get into the dome to practice, and maybe I should do that a little bit more because we made 11 threes <laughs> in right. there. Uh, and so it just depends on, you know, what time we can practice. Um, do we need to practice here? We always wait until we're done with our academic class uh, to make sure we miss as least amount of class that we can. Study hall on the road, too, right? Study hall on the road. That's a very important thing for us. And um, we do study hall on the road. Um, we, uh, as a staff and players, we have Bible study uh, after film uh, for those who are interested in it. So that's a good part of it, and we absolutely believe in that. How hard is it to avoid downtime in the hotel, especially when you're playing at nighttime? How do you occupy these guys? Well, you, you, wanna, you don't want to take all their time be, because you want them to be able to rest a little bit and get away from some of the distractions. But you also want to make sure that they're just not laying around all day. So we'll break it up and we'll have shoot around sometime during the morning, uh, get back. And then, uh, of course, you know, we, we, we always um, have pregame four hours before we play. All right, this is Wolfpack Weekly with Coach Kevin Keats. Duke coming in on a Wednesday night for a 9 o'clock tip-off. We have one segment remaining, and we'll focus in on those Blue Devils right after this. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light from Learfield IMG College. It's bow time at Bojangles. Come in today for our bold, craveable chicken supremes. At Bojangles, we believe chicken tenders should be full of flavor. That's why we don't serve chicken fingers, strips, or nuggets. We serve whole breast tenders with a one-of-a-kind spice you can only find at Bojangles. Our chicken supremes are the best. How else do you think they got their name? Hurry in for a chicken supremes combo with your choice of fixing a biscuit and a drink. Bojangles, it's bow time, y'all. It's time for the beautiful smile you've always wanted. Gladwell Orthodontics is thrilled to be a part of NC State's pack. Trust in Gladwell Orthodontics, North Carolina's number one Invisalign provider and top five in the nation. With three locations in Raleigh and Wake Forest, our doctors and staff are not just correcting smiles, we're perfecting them. Visit gladwellorthodontics.com to schedule your new patient appointment. Tell them you're a member of the pack and receive $500 off comprehensive treatment. Gladwell Orthodontics, experience the difference. Tony Haynes here with Brother Fountain of Fountain Financial Associates. Brother, it's prudent for all of us to develop strategies that lead to a secure financial future. How can you help us do that? Tony, people need help making important decisions about retirement income and getting the most out of their assets. We get you and your family prepared for your future. Coach Keats has a game plan and so should you. Fountain Financial is local and provides face-to-face personal interaction. Fountain Financial Associates is the largest independent firm in southeastern North Carolina. Contact them at fountainfinancial.net. Hey, Pack fans, did you know over the past decade, Rebels Chirp and Tractor and John Deere have provided chirp equipment to maintain the sports fields at NC State. They're pleased to feature new and pre-owned golf and sports chirp maintenance equipment. Rebels Chirp and Tractor has a location in Myrtle Beach and their home base in Fuquay Verena or RebelsTractor.com. You're now able to provide the same field conditions that the Pack plays on each week with the help of Rebels Chirp and Tractor. Rebels Chirp and Tractor is proud to support Wolfpack Athletics. 
Need a triangle-based homegrown one-stop shop for printing books, flyers, manuals, magazines, posters, banners, signs and displays, and personalized marketing storefronts? Relax. DocuSource it. A proud sponsor of Wolfpack Athletics, DocuSource is an industry-leading commercial printing facility and marketing services provider and the printer of the Wolfpack Basketball Game Program. DocuSource. Smart people, smart ideas, smart technology, smart print. Call 919-459-5900 or visit them online at DocuSourceOfNC.com to experience the DocuSource difference today. What's the difference between good and great? Good tells you why they're better. Great proves it every day. At Great Clips, greatness isn't just in our name, it's in everything we do. From our highly skilled stylists to saving your haircut details and clip notes to saving you time with online check-in. Getting your haircut at Great Clips means never having to settle for good enough again. And with over 4,000 salons across the U.S. and Canada, it's easy to find a Great Clips location near you. Download our online check-in app today. Great Clips. It's going to be great. All right, final segment here, Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keach with the coach. I'm Tony Haynes. Uh, we pre-recorded the show earlier today at Jimmy B's Osteria and Bar. One of the great benefits for fans who join us here live at the show. We have a drawing at the end of the program, and the winner receives a nice prize package. It really is a nice prize package. And in this case, it is a, a gift card to Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar for $25. A one-night stay at the downtown Raleigh Sheridan. You can't beat that. And two tickets to an upcoming NC State game. In this case, we got a pair of tickets for the Florida State Seminoles who will be coming in on Saturday afternoon. So Coach has picked out a lucky winner, and it is Lori Constantino. Lori, she's right down here in front of us, a couple tables now. Congratulations. Come on up, Lori. We got it for you. I don't know if Coach Keats uh, fixed the contest or not. I did. He did. No, I did. Yeah, okay. We can't do that. I did. Yeah. Hey, everybody saw it. I, I reached in and thank you. Congratulations to you guys. Good job. Yes. All right, great. All right, the ACC standings. You look uh, right now, Duke up top 12 and 2. Louisville's lost two in a row, 12 and 3. Florida State, 11 and 3. Uh, Virginia keeps winning close games. It seems like it goes down the wire every time, but the Cavaliers doing a good job. They're 9 and 5. And then you got NC State um, tied with Syracuse for uh, fifth place right now. Both of those teams are 7-7. Seven and seven. Duke is coming in on Wednesday, fresh off a 94-60 victory over Notre Dame. The Blue Devils have won seven in a row. You said you already started uh, looking at this uh, team. What are the things that jump out at you most, Coach Keith, when you review the Blue Devils? Well, what jumps out is um, the obvious, that they're very talented. Um, they've got great leadership um, at the point guard position, and Vernon Curry is as good as they come. Uh, they've got some guys in between, Cassius Stanley and Wendell Moore, who can really score the basketball. Uh, it's a good – Matthew Hurts, a tremendous player. They're, they're a good basketball team because they can score in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, I, I've watched some tape on them, and, um, you know, you look at the Notre Dame game, the Notre Dame's a really, really good basketball team, and uh, they, they can score in spurts. And what happened, there was a close game, and before you know it, they blew the game wide open. Uh, but it's a talented basketball team on both ends. Vernon Carey now in late February. He's not a freshman anymore, is he? He's just kind of looking like another one of those guys that's ready to move on. Yeah, and I, I'm not even sure he was a freshman coming into college um, <laughs> because without the rule, he probably would have went straight to the NBA. Um, he's a talented kid. Um, you know, a lot of people have talked about they don't have the Zions and R.J. Barrett, but I think they become a better team because on this team, you know, uh, they each need each other to be successful. Those other guys were so talented that they could win the game by themselves. And this group, um, any of these guys can beat you on any given night. I've seen teams try to double him in the post. But is that almost impossible considering the personnel around him and the guys that can shoot the basketball? It's not impossible, but it makes it tough because he, he's a willing passer and does a good job of finding people. You as a coach, when you have elite players at the point guard position, as they do with Trey Jones, and then we mentioned Vernon Carey playing the five, um, that, is that pretty much the centerpiece, the foundation of uh, having a team that can go a long, long way? Well, absolutely, man. If you've got a, if you've got a point guard that it's an extension of the coach on the floor. And when Trey decided to come back his second year, uh, that made a world of difference. Um, it changed the game because, you know, you get a veteran guy. He was a guy also that they talked about being a one-and-done guy. And because he listened uh, the right way to what the NBA guy said, 
you know, he's put himself in a better position now to become a pro. Um, and that's what, you know, most kids should do if you would listen to what they say and you come back to college. It's not always a bad thing to come back if you can help improve your stock. How much of a concern would their size be? And when I say size, I mean size across the board, not just Delorier and Carey who are, you know, 6'10 plus. Well, they're, they're concerned in every area, um, not just their size, their ability to make shots. And Matthew Hurd at, at 6'10 can step out and shoot the three. Um, it's a good basketball team. It's a, it's a tremendous challenge for us, but a great opportunity. All right, Coach. Go get them on Wednesday night. Thank you for your time, and uh, we will see you on Wednesday when Duke comes into PNC Arena. Thanks, guys. This has been Wolfpack Weekly with Coach Kevin Keats. Special thanks to our producer on site. That would be David Modlin and the executive producer of Wolfpack Sports Properties is Kyle Winchester. We're all set for the Duke game, and that will be a 9 o'clock tip-off at PNC Arena on Wednesday night, and we'll begin our pregame coverage at 8 p.m. and then the second game on Saturday afternoon against Florida State. So an exciting week for NC State as it faces two of the top teams in the country. We'll be back here next week on Monday to record the show from Jimmy V's at 12 noon. We'll talk to you then. Live from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar, this has been Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light, brought to you by Coca-Cola. When you are stocking up for game day, be sure to grab a Coke and share it with a friend. Share a Coke and go pack. And by Sheraton Raleigh Hotel. When in Raleigh, stay where the Wolfpack stay. The preceding has been a production of Wolfpack Sports Properties, a joint venture of Learfield IMG College and Capital Broadcasting Company.